I think that was pretty, uh, pretty in sync. Yeah. I heard your clap at the same time as my clap. Yeah. Yeah. I've had lots of lots of practice. <laughs> <laughs> and Kyle fussed at me. It's on one, Tara. I'm like, <laughs> it's on one. <laughs> sorry, my man. Uh, and let's see. I'm gonna like try to do Kyle's intro. Like, welcome back to the. <laughs> okay. Okay. Is is but, Kyle your mm-hmm. partner, right? Yeah, that's my husband. Your husband. Okay, cool. Is um, is that also fifteen second reviews or no? No, fifteen second reviews is Steven. Okay, Steven. Okay, good to yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Good to know. They're me friendos. Okay, um, because cool. I met Steven on Tiki Taki, actually around the Great Shutdown. <laughs> oh, the Great Shutdown. <laughs> the Great Shutdown of twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah, and then he started streaming, and then inspired me to start streaming, mm-hmm. and then we became friends. Oh, um, yeah. That's awesome. It was very, very awesome. Then Schnookums was always in the background because uh, Kyle does like all computer stuff and mm-hmm. his job is in IT, like software development. Oh, that's mm. funny. My boyfriend is also a software developer. Hey. Yeah. yeah. Weird. <laughs> that makes good streamer partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got them tech like, Ugh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he used to be known as like shirtless Kyle because oh. he'd never wear a shirt and he would almost try to come in here while I'm live to help me with some tech problem. And I'm like, you can't be naked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. You're going to so get me he, banned. <laughs> get me banned. So a couple of times he's actually crawled on the floor so that he can grab a tank top. I'm like, oh, oh my, my God, that's goodness. hilarious. That's very fun. Yeah. I love those clips on uh, TikTok when people do that. Yeah. Oh, I should have put that on TikTok. That would have yeah, been a really would... good TikTok to just see him crawling oh. in the background to try and grab a shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. But yeah, he's, he's been really helpful. I'm okay with tech stuff. Like, I slightly know what I'm doing. But mm-hmm. if it's... Like, Kyle likes to, like, I have a bot in my stream that he built. Okay. And so, yeah, he, he's like, I can just build that myself. I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, Stream Elements got one. But yeah, yeah, but you want to do it. Yeah, Ken's, like, Ken's working on a, a bot for my Discord, actually, right now. <laughs> so oh, that's, nice. like, really funny. It's very funny. parallel parallel lives. Yeah, I guess they just like, I, I can just build that myself. I'm like, oh, okay, I mean, right here. No, I'm just, mine's going to be better. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's better. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. funny. Oh, welcome to the Lost in 15 uh, Seconds podcast. Oh, okay. Uh, usually we've got the other two boys, but I yeeted them. Oh, okay. They're, they've been <laughs> ousted. They have been ousted. Yeah, I did that technically uh, the month before for Black History Month as well. Oh, I was like, okay. get out! Get, get out of my podcast. Why? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. But we'll we'll have them back next week. So don't fret, listeners. Dear listeners, don't don't be sad. <laughs> the boys will be back soon. Boys will be back in town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, it's um could you quickly uh or however long you want to, could you do an introduction? Because we've been talking with somebody oh, yeah. new. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well my name is um or Lexi, because nobody likes using my gamer tag, but I am uh, a Twitch streamer, gamer, and TikTok 
content creator, uh, but I usually make anime content, which is very interesting, but I stream on Twitch. Used to be Call of Duty, ended up on League somehow, and now I'm a League content creator. Um, and I've been doing this since the great uh, lockdown. <laughs> the, the great lock-in. That's when I started, 2020, as many streamers did. Yeah, so that's me. Nice to meet you. Well, nice to meet you, too. I've only, like, interacted with you a few times, but every time I have, it's always been super fun. I'm really yeah. lucky that people recommended you um, back in November. That was that was really lucky. Yeah, thanks for that. I had no <laughs> idea. Yeah, that was so challenging because we were, like, trying to figure out, okay, when are they streaming? I had, like, 30 people maybe 30 people the first day that got recommended and then it jumped to like 60 and then it was like 74 and I had to go through everyone's Twitch streams and everything and the amount of people that raved about you and like your positive energy and like how fun you were and how adorable you were and I saw your stream and I was like oh this is it this is the person we gotta do it so yeah that was fun and they voted live I think too but I was really pushing for it too I was like oh this one look how look how cute she is <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah oh that's funny i just remember operator was like you're gonna stream today right oh you, yeah you're getting ready for stream today i'm like uh-huh <laughs> yeah we were trying so hard to make it so nobody uh knew but we wanted to make sure like the stream was happening at the same time that was the hardest thing to line up with people yeah yeah oh, but that oh, was yeah, fun thank y'all that's so nice oh yeah no yeah. it's so fun i'm glad i'm glad it led to me meeting you because that's very cool that's all yeah. like that's all what Twitch interactions are about, like meeting people and being able to like experience all walks of life. I feel like that's the coolest part about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's been really nice. Like, I think when I first started streaming, I was like, oh, maybe everyone is like not very nice mm -hmm. or like, oh, I'm streaming. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> But I've made some really awesome connections, mm -hmm. and wow, like, yeah. people so kind out here. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how much, like, a bunch of lonely kids that, like, just lived their whole life in their basement are now, like, the best of friends. Like, anybody. <laughs> <laughs> like, I remember hiding the anime and gaming parts of me. I didn't really hide gaming as much because all my guy friends were gamers when I was in high school and middle school. But I really hid the anime thing and um, I became like a cheerleader. So then I left gaming completely because I was like, oh, I got to like do what the other girls are doing. And then I graduated and I was like, fuck that. I'm doing what I want to do. <laughs> So it's funny to see all these people that have had very similar experiences or very um, similar joys coming from gaming or anime or anything that they do. Yeah, I was going to ask that, but I, I guess I asked that now mm -hmm. was really interesting because I think I lived in Japan for like eight years, mm -hmm. oh, slightly okay. eight on years. and off. Dang. And before we left, like people watched anime and stuff. And then we, the first time we came back, because we came back and we got married, I think, after the first four years or something like mm -hmm. that. And we just were walking around and just like, is there a lot of like pop culture stuff everywhere? We, we just couldn't believe it. <laughs> is this like, in happened? Japan or is it back here? 
Uh, it, sorry, in back in the United States. Okay, so when you were back in the United States, you started noticing like more anime like stuff coming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, like all over the stores and T-shirts, uh-huh. and it it wasn't like that no. when we, we left. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> I swear it was the renaissance, like the renaissance of anime or the thing that brought anime to life here in the West was COVID, but more so was TikTok before, right before COVID. I remember working and all these like teens started telling me that kids were getting bullied in school if they weren't playing video games. Like you would get made fun of. This was the most wild thing because I live in like backwoods like well not really backwoods but somewhat backwoods america and so this was weird um and they were like yeah you'll get bullied if you're on a sports team like you're such a loser for going to like kick a ball but like you don't want to play Fortnite with me tonight like that's ridiculous and i was like oh. laughing i was like what i'm in the twilight zone right yeah what? and then i started seeing that with anime like very shortly after because i hid it for so long and I saw like all these kids wearing like anime merch and I was like, what the fuck is happening? I was yeah. like, did you get it at Hot Topic? And it's just, it totally, I saw it on TikTok. I really think the cosplayers made mm-hmm. it normalized because they blew up on Musical.ly and TikTok for doing their cosplays in popular sounds. And I think people just started seeing art in that and then they started getting in these communities and then it became mainstream. And especially during the pandemic, when everyone's sitting there binging through the entirety of Netflix, I think Mm -hmm. that like anime just soared. So I think 2020 will be like the renaissance of anime. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think you moved back literally like as it was all starting, like everything had just started and it was just starting Mm -hmm. to get pushed mainstream. And so then while you were here experiencing it, you were like, holy shit, is it everywhere? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because I had never been able to, like, buy some of the things that I'm able to buy now. In stores. And, yeah, in stores. Mm-hmm. Like, I always had to, like, like order stuff. And I knew where to get things from Japan. Or I would ask my friends. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to do... What? Yeah. <laughs> like, even st- simple stuff that's more mainstream, like Funko Pops, they're mm-hmm. everywhere. Yeah. Everywhere. <laughs> I also think... M- um, Marvel is a gateway drug to anime. Oh, so I think that the the start of Marvel, like getting so big and so mainstream, that it's not weird to say you're into like, oh yeah, I love Iron Man and stuff like that, or I've watched all the Marvel sh- like movies. I think that that's a gateway drug because all Marvel nerdy items are sold near anime items, so it normalizes it while you're around it. Kind of maybe I don't know. Oh, true. I didn't think about that. Yeah, because there's like Marvel Funko Pops, and then there'll be like a freaking high school DD one right next to it. And you'll yeah. just be, and then someone will be like, oh, what's that show? <laughs> oh, let me watch that. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm just happy to see it because I remember reading what manga before it was in the book form mm-hmm. it had, did you see that it was like in the really the, the magazines $2? yeah the magazines yeah the ma- i didn't read them in the magazines but that is where it started yeah yeah that's and crazy like, i'm trying to remember like i just didn't probably just didn't share with people because i knew that people just wouldn't be interested in it right so yeah I do just, you just, do you remember your mm-hmm. first experience with like anime or manga like a person that showed you or how you found it or anything like that? 
Um, probably it's Toonami. Mm-hmm. The I I know that Toonami used to come on really late. Yeah, and I remember my parents would go to bed. And I would go back, like, come out my room and then go back into the basement and then watch Toonami. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe before that, uh, Sailor Moon. Okay, yeah. That's so funny see- how everyone starts in a different generation with a different thing. Because yeah, I'm old. Oh. You're not old. You're probably very same age as me. <laughs> You're not old. <laughs> I-, I think it's Sailor Moon. What about you? I remember being in sixth grade. I just met the weird girl in school. Don't worry. We were best buddies. We had a, a rock orphanage together where we Aww. would we would orphan motherless rocks and we Aww. would adopt them out to classmates. And we had to do an in-home visit. They had to fill out paperwork. We didn't get a lot of rocks adopted because of the in-home visit. That was a little challenging as a sixth grader. Um But I remember she had me over for a sleepover and she wanted me to show me the show called Chobits. Oh, yeah. And she was like, look at this. So look how cute this girl is. She's so cute. And I was like, yeah. And I loved it. And I went home on the weird ass websites that gave my dad millions of viruses and I finished Chobits. Mm -hmm. And then um, I think that was my first like true experience because I've had a lot of like Toonami ones, but it would be like Naruto, but it would be like episode 37. It was like completely out of place. So I oh, yeah. never watched it in order, had no idea what was going on. So that was the first one I watched like start to finish. And I felt like that sparked everything for me. I started doing the whole like drawing, trying to draw anime characters. It's so easy. They just had like a pointy chin and big ass eyes. It's easy. <laughs> and they all looked deformed. It was horrifying. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that would have been my first experience with anime in general. Hey, that's and, a good question. Yeah, and then I bought manga um, shortly after, but didn't know how to buy manga. Um, oh. So I, I just found them. I've been planning to make a TikTok with them. But I found I found Skip Beat Volume 1. Oh, that's wow. I bought that one. And then a different one. I don't even know what it's called. I'd have to go look at it. But I found a different one. But I had volumes two, three, four, and five because I didn't understand Aww. or know how to find the other ones. So I just, Aww. I was like, I'll just make up the beginning and start at volume two. Oh, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Oh man, that's awesome. I think I read Skip Beat. Oh, I need to now. Now that I have the first one, I feel like I just need to. And just go back and, and read it. And read it. I feel like it's it's just like has to happen. Mm-hmm. And I just I've I only saw I probably read that first one a long time ago. And that was it. Oh. Yeah, I think I read a lot more than I watched when I was younger, but now it's the opposite. Now I watch more than I read. I've been trying to get back into reading um manga. Yeah. But- yeah, most mostly it's. I guess it's just I'm busy and I'm doing all this other stuff, mm-hmm. and it's just easy to just throw something on. That's true. I th- yeah. I've I've watched a lot less recently, and I don't know what happened to me, but I I think I read more now. Weirdly enough, Ooh. hey, but that's good though. Yeah, it that's what started my wrist tendonitis. I found that out. Oh, I got no. tendonitis in both my wrists, and I can thank mm-hmm. Yona of the Dawn and the 200 <gasps> chapters that I read in two nights. Oh, wow. Yeah, and uh, I stayed up all night, every night, and they started hurting, and then I would play Call of Duty, and that 
hurt them worse. And then it started. So now it's been a year. So I know I started reading Yone of the Dawn last year, February oh. <laughs> 2021. That's when I started oh. reading it. But yeah, so I think I've been reading a lot more recently than I've been watching. Ooh, I feel like I have you- to like, it has to be so heavily recommended to me or it has to be like so memed or, or TikTok content created that I'm like, fuck, I got to watch this now. And that's how I like mm-hmm. start shows now. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what are you reading right now? Um, that's a good question. I <laughs> read not safe for work mangas oh. <laughs> at all. Oh, me too, me too, me too. Oh good. <laughs> I okay, so I have this whole theory and I'm sure you can completely relate. Mm-hmm. Not safe for work mangas are top tier. Top tier content. And yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Well, first off, if I started in romance romance genre, which was like all shoujos, right? And mm. I would get so annoyed that it was like high schoolers and they would like barely hold hands and then it would like jump skip to them being married with kids. Yep. And I would I was like, "Okay, I just wanted you guys to like confess within like 20 chapters and then jump skip to college <laughs> where you actually have problems and then like jump skip to like marriage where you have problems and then jump skip to kids where you have problems like let's go through life together (laughs) yeah and so I feel like that's where um like spicy mangas does better especially manwas like anything that's like in color and stuff those tend to like give better stories of adult Mm -hmm. relationships and it's not even because they're spicy but it's because that they're spicy that they are adult relationships like they're always adults experiencing adult things and mm-hmm. like fantasy but oh yeah <laughs> i think it's the greatest so i read a lot of those oh i read a lot of those yeah i i'm trying to remember there was a really spicy and i can't remember the name but it was a lady falling in love with a monk or something like that with a monk the monk yeah Is it was he bald yeah i know the one i never read it only because he oh. looks like saitama from one punch man yeah, he yes. does. <laughs> That's why I didn't read it. I stared at it and I was like, can't do it. <laughs> yeah, that that one is extremely spicy. Yeah, totally. But but I think what the thing with that one, I think I can't remember if I was in Japan or was I here, but when they aired it, mm-hmm. they took out the spice. Wait, they aired it? Yeah, I think they it became think an anime. They, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, God. yeah. So they aired it, and it would be the weirdest thing. So, you know, in spicy stuff, they'd, like, get all close to each other. Yeah. You know, they're about to make out. Yeah. And then they would cut to this, like, cute scene where <laughs> they would draw the characters in chibi form. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe I was watching that on the on the, on the, on the pirate seas or something yeah, like that. Because yeah. I was like, maybe somebody messed this cut up or something. That's so funny. And so I, you know, I went digging, and then I found out that that's the broadcast version, and then the 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 good stuff, <laughs> the, the good stuff, <laughs> the good stuff. They would have obviously the adult content, and I was like, oh wow, yeah, you're like this is vastly different from what I was seeing before. It's like, oh my goodness, <laughs> that's so funny. Ooh. Do you remember like what bridged the gap between like normal stuff? and like spicy stuff for you or was it really natural for you like was there ever a a show or a series that you were like 
oh, this is not what I bargained for. I am in a completely different genre at this point. <laughs> oh, um, I'm trying to think of what was it? I I know I watched a documentary that Vice did about um adult content that is for women. And by the way, yes. I'll put it like a trigger warning for this podcast so of we course. can we can talk about spicy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, it's like hey, y'all not in the spicy. Do y'all got skip to the next? Yeah, you're with the wrong people at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but that I remember that Vice was talking about. And, and we'll just say like adult content. So it was yeah. prawn basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prawns. But it was prawn for in the perspective of what a woman would want. Yes. And you know what that is? A consensual relationship. It's and wild, like, right? What a concept. Uh, what? Both people wanting sex. Like that would no be great. Way. Yeah. <laughs> As I, I remember telling Kyle about this. I was like, this is porn for women but all it is is just them on a date yeah that's what i'm saying (laughs) like it's literally the same thing as a shoujo manga they're just adults and instead of kiss go to sleep it's kiss bang wake up the next morning and go to breakfast like holy crap (laughs) what a difference no no way yeah (laughs) i've also seen that sentiment with like bl mangas and stuff Mm -hmm. um that apparently like women who have uh, like uncomfortability with other women being sexualized, prefer BLs yeah. because they don't have a woman in the role to put themselves into. So mm-hmm. it's like a safer environment. Because a lot of, unfortunately, a lot of heterosexual um, spicy mangas are violent against women. Yeah. Like extremely violent because they're that's usually true. written for men. Yeah. It's terrible. And that's sad. That's sad. It's mm-hmm. so sad. But yeah, like to answer that again, that's such a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I don't remember the name of the company, but I'm sure I could dig on YouTube and find the the vice. But that was so interesting. And it was it was directed by a woman. And she was talking about like, yep, I get, you know, I have models and this, you know, they go on a date. And yeah, Yeah. they would be adults and wake up the next morning. I'm like, wow. It's pretty nice and everything was consensual and i was like this that's a fantasy yeah <laughs> isn't that wild that that's like not the norm yeah. that like we have to find these niches like mm-hmm. guys can just go on to prawn hub and there's just yep. millions of content for them like women first had to like go into spicy novels and oh. then basically a manga is a visual spicy novel it's the same thing yeah. except you get visuals and even if you try and go on to like henti sites mm-hmm. and see like an anime version, ninety nine percent of the time it's violent against women. Yeah, and extremely yeah, the, uncomfortable. Yeah, super uncomfy. Yeah, one of my questions I was going to ask is like, yeah, do you find it hard to find this content, like the content, spicy content that you want to consume, which is nonviolent? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's. A good question, especially because I remember for like a year and a half, probably Googling all the time, like smut manga for women. And like, well, first off, no, it was like hentai for women was what I would Google. And like, I would find all these forums on all these sites and they were like, well, they don't really write it for women. They write it for men. So that doesn't make any sense. Women don't like that kind of stuff. So they don't write it. And so I couldn't find stuff for the longest time until I found the term smut which I feel like is more women-based. like based. And so it was more of those, like, 
Oh, oh, I remember the first one. Honey, honey drop or something. It it's it's not good. <laughs> Don't look it up. <laughs> it's it's a shoujo manga that basically just like is it's not um it's like borderline and it's it's not the healthiest relationship at all, but it was the first time I was ever like, okay, they're going farther than cuz like they make out all the time and he touches her all the time, but nothing ever goes farther than that. I don't think. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. And that was the first time I was like, okay, like smut is a more safe genre. And then I found doujins, which were the more, even more like extreme sexual content, but more um, geared toward women instead of like hentai. Because hentai, like the video format of it is geared toward men. So like the drawings were written by whoever. Anyone could write them. Um, oh, and disclaimer, I don't watch any doujins of anything that I've seen before, ever. Like, I don't watch, like, uh, like, let's just say My Hero Academia. Even if they were the adult characters, I could never watch a hentai about them. Oh, yeah, that's weird, It's right? so weird. It's like <laughs> watching one about your friend. You're like, no, I love these people, and I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Especially, like, so mine are always, like, I always, like, completely unique stories on these people Mm. like um one i've been reading lately is called love so pure oh nice it's very cute it's a bl and it's about these uh two guys who one's a bartender and he's kind of like a man ho and the other one is this big burly sweet 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 bean of a boy Uh, he's just adorable and so nice they're in college and they're like trying to figure out like the 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 the, the guy who likes to sleep around is, like, trying to, like, be committed. And the committed guy is trying not to scare away the the, the one who wants to sleep around. It's just very cute. And they're very sweet. Yeah. I don't know how I got onto that topic, but that was the last one I read. So it's in my head. Hey, there you go. Yes. Uh, I didn't say, did I say what I was currently reading? Um, well, and then I had a, another topic, too. But, okay, so the, yes. the two, I'm looking at them. The two spicy ones that I'm reading now are... Uh, fire in his fingertips i've heard about this one i need to read it so bad because it's a heterosexual one so that'd be really great and it's not and gross it, it is it is spicy you good very is like it's wrapped and i do believe this says warning parental advisory <laughs> is isn't it didn't they just make a mo- uh anime for this too yeah you can find that online <laughs> you can find that <laughs> on some oh. sites on oh, some sites <laughs> like y'all look for yourself y'all look for yourself <laughs> <laughs> oh man I, I it's very hard to find like for that one mm-hmm. is there a place that i could subscribe to not have to look on the, the pirate sites or that's a that's a thing yeah like, i wonder where like i think there are non-pirate sites like i think faku is a non-pirate site um those are ones you can like pay for to get like i'm not sure fire and his fingertips is on there Mm -hmm. um most of the ones that i read don't end up being from japan and they're on legend comics oh legend's great uh because it's totally safe for work or not safe for work they have all the genres in there and you can get any kind of topic that's how i find like the weirder not weirder, like more wilder, <laughs> like 
not Japan, like from anywhere, basically. Stuff, uh, yeah. Because uh, like Fire on His Fingertips is a Japanese mm-hmm. manga, I'm pretty sure. And I don't think Love So Pure is. I'm pretty sure it's a manhwa, which I'm pretty sure is Korean. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's Korean. Yeah, I'd love to read man- manhwas. I think I, when I was subscribed to some, some like app that I had on my phone mm-hmm. that would that would show manga and it had manhwas in there. Oh, oh yes. I what it was called. Yeah. The easiest place I find to like find things is on Anime Planet. It's a um it's just like a my anime list, but it's better because they put anything on there. So like manhwas, mangas, anime, everything. They have every kind of category on there. I've never found an anime or manga or manhwa or anything that isn't on the site. So oh, it's easier okay. to track if you read things that aren't just typical shonen and stuff i swear i there were so many things on my anime list that i would try and type in just like a shoujo manga and it wouldn't be on there and it would drive me nuts and so yeah anime planet's better and their recommendations are better like if you like something like let me see Mm -hmm. if fire in his fingertips has like oh yeah they have like seven recommendations right under it for very similar style stuff Oh, okay. I'm like checking. Yes. I love Anime Planet. And I made a video about them and they DM'd <gasps> me and they were like, thank you so much. And I was like, no, it's okay. I love you guys. Yeah, I've never heard of this. It's so That's much cool. better. Even some stuff you can watch on there. Like some <gasps> stuff, if you like link your Crunchyroll account, it'll like mm-hmm. auto track it for you and log it in here that you've read it or watched it. Oh. Um, It's That's super cool. cool. Oh, the first one mm-hmm. that suggested with the mon- with the monk, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> that's so funny. Let me see. I don't see it on there. Let me go. Let me go. I've seen this, the monk one. But in Jeez. my recommended from that one, it has like no monk one, which is crazy. If you like this manga, you might like it has the XL. My boss has an XL size. Have you seen that one? No. What? That one is so funny. Okay. So it's about this girl who signs up to be a product tester and accidentally mm-hmm. gets like um uh extra large condoms. Oh. And she's oh, like, oh. I don't know what to do with this. And her <laughs> boss like brings her home or something from like a drunk night out and he finds them like right next to her bed and he's like, Oh, is your boyfriend like massive? And she was like, No, I'm a product tester, all this stuff. And he's like, she's like, I just don't know anyone who's like that big. And he's like, I got you. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so funny. I I could not take it seriously. I was laughing so hard just because I just thought it was hilarious. They're reviewing it the whole time. The entire oh. time they're talking about the condom. Wow. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, that one's in there as a recommended. I can see it under there. I see what you sent me. I've totally, totally clicked this, but I've never. He looks like Saitama. <laughs> yeah i can't get over it yeah that oh is so gosh. funny let, let me let me save that one <laughs> there you go no it's and the night i love this app like i think it's the coolest and it's not an app unfortunately you have to be on the web browser for it but it doesn't bother me too much you can just make a bookmark for it yeah that's nice that yeah you can link it and oh yeah i have so much just like I have a disgusting amount of stuff just logged in here. So much stuff. Yeah, it's it's nice you can, now you can keep track of it because people would ask me, oh, what animes have you seen? I'm like, 
uh, Demon Slayer. <laughs> I'm like sitting here looking at my posters. Inuyasha. <laughs> I used to have a note, like a like an Excel spreadsheet, and I would keep mm-hmm. track of it. And I've seen people do that still. And every time they do, I'm like, Anime Planet. Mm-hmm. Anime Planet. Like, it keeps your stars. It, it starts recommending stuff that you like based on what you've already liked. It's cool. Yeah, that's wow. I, this is not a paid promotion. Oh, yeah. They are all by <laughs> donations only. They're a Patreon-only freaking thing. They did not pay me to say anything. <laughs> They're just good Weird. peeps. Not sponsored by... <laughs> not sponsored. <laughs> Wish I was, but not sponsored. Yeah, maybe one day. Hey, speaking <laughs> of that, like, mm-hmm. if you could have anything or anyone sponsor you, what would be a sponsor, like, of your dreams? <sighs> probably i mean recently i would have said heb but like my dream dream dreams would mm-hmm. probably be San- sanrio oh that's adorable yeah that would be so cool right uh, that's like childhood sanrio. like wrapped mm-hmm. in a little bow <laughs> i just got a sanrio um pin last night i we go to this sushi place that mm-hmm. like if you eat a certain amount of plates you get a prize and it was sanrio pins and i got one Oh, was it? Do you put the plates in the table? Yeah, in the little table thing. Was it kudo kudo sushi? Yeah. Yes, I love kudo sushi. Yeah, it's just fun because it's the only conveyor belt sushi in America, I think. Oh, yeah. Because they have them in Japan everywhere, right? Yep. (laughs) It's bummer. We need them. And the kuras here are like so so long of waits ours is like a uh-huh. three hour wait every time Ooh. yeah it's the only one in the whole uh-huh. state though so oh yeah i think the one in austin probably hour and a half too <sighs> and like might... in japan isn't it supposed to be like the fastest way to get sushi because it's already waiting for you when you sit down so it's like best for business people because mm-hmm. they yeah. can just sit down and grab some plates and then leave after like 15 to 30 minutes yeah, yeah, and it, it's already going around. You can order, and then there's so many different types of that sushi. Mm-hmm. So, like, where I live, I lived in um, Saitama, like, in the suburbs. <laughs> oh, Shout ooh. out to Saitama. Um, <laughs> but there were three of those types of rotating sushi places around us. Mm-hmm. So, we never, re- I mean, if you went, like, Saturday night, like, you won't wait, like, 30 minutes. But we never really waited because... Yeah, there are so many. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I'm so jealous. I really, I really can't wait to go back to Japan. I was only there for 17 days, and I, Ooh. I missed out on food the most because uh-huh. me and the guy I went with were we don't speak any Japanese, and so we were uh-huh. both so nervous to offend anyone, and we uh-huh. also couldn't read what any of the signs were on the outside to say what the food was on the inside. So Ah. we were like, we never found a sushi. We went to one sushi place because we were so stupid at trying to guess. Um, But Ken, my current boyfriend, speaks Japanese. Weirdly enough, we didn't know this about each other until we were already talking for like a few weeks. Um, But yeah, he speaks Japanese. And so I'm like, you need to go to Japan so we can go and talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) So we can get stuff. Yeah, I want food. I feel like that's the one thing I missed out on the most was food. Mm, yeah, food in Japan, man. Ugh. It's different. It's, it's different. Oh, it's sorry, different. 
Oh, you're good. You're good. Yeah, we operator and I like we we I, we call ourselves fatties because like we'll go we would go on little trips just because I heard ramen was good in Hokkaido. Dude, Let's go. Exactly. <laughs> I travel for food. My brother or my brother, my best buddy, makes fun of me for it. What? Yeah, he's always like, "You plan literal vacations around food." I'm like, "Yeah, I want to go to Maine just mm-hmm. for lobster." Mm-hmm. That's it. <laughs> As you should. Yeah. yeah, I go to Pittsburgh for Burgatory because they have vegan shakes and they're delicious, Ooh. and I love them. <laughs> That's Ooh. like literally, I plan my meals before I plan my trips. <laughs> hey, no, but food is so important, though. Yeah, and it's so yeah. good. So good. It's so good. Yeah, ramen, mm-hmm. I feel like I missed out on a little bit. I had um, ramen in Japan, the like, the second day I was there, and it was mm-hmm. so heavy that oh. I was so sick, and I was so worried about disappointing them by not eating enough Yeah, that I tried my heart. I was about to puke leaving, um, and I couldn't even finish it. It was so thick. It was insane. And then I had it at the airport mm-hmm. leaving, and it was like so light and beautiful and so well done for some reason at the airport. And I yeah. loved it. And I was so pissed. I was like, why didn't I try any other ramen places? Like, what if I just didn't like that specific ramen? Oh, yeah. Like there's whole mag- like magazines uh, dedicated oh. to ramen. Dang. So don't don't feel bad. Like I'm not a huge fan of uh, what's called tonkotsu ramen. Yeah. Um, but I like like shio or miso. And yeah, there's... There are so many different types. Yeah, like, I, pro- I I had some thick. And they asked me. Oh, she was so sweet. She asked me. I, I ordered at like um, like a kiosk. Oh, okay. And yeah. It, it was in English. And then mm-hmm. it printed out a ticket and I handed it to the girl. And she came up to me and she goes like, more or less. But she didn't really know how to say what she was trying to say. So I just said more. And she oh. said, okay. And I think it was broth that she was asking because mine came with hella broth <laughs> oh wow it was so much <laughs> yeah because you you can get more broth more noodles oh. you can make it thicker yeah you can lot some places yeah you can really customize it mm. sounds good no we need to go we need to go to japan we need to go get some food mm-hmm. i'm trying to eat i'm trying to eat <laughs> do you guys have good japanese food in austin um, we have, we have a ramen, we have two ramen places. We have Kudo Zushi, uh, and we have a Japanese grocery store. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you guys make stuff a lot at home? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we go to the Japanese grocery store, and then we go to, um, H Mart, which <laughs> is a Korean grocery. Yes. Oh, I, I've gotten, since pandemic, I've gotten real into Korean food out of nowhere. It's good. I had, yeah, they had no reason to keep that from me that that food is <laughs> fucking good i had we, we wrote a list of all the places we wanted to try when like when pandemic was over my boyfriend and i we sat down and we were like korean barbecue we always heard the word korean barbecue didn't really know what that meant and oh. we had to try it we even wrote down like an ethiopian place because we want to eat with our hands like that'd be super cool like try lots of different places that yeah. lots of cultures i would love to eat it all <laughs> and it's- we nah. went to one Korean barbecue place, and it was like our life had changed. Oh, wow. <laughs> and our world was now over. We went back like three times in the same month. And this is nice. like an hour drive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were driving <laughs> specifically for Korean barbecue. And so now I've dragged every friend, family member to this place. 
And then we got real into kimchi. So then for mm-hmm. Christmas, I was like, mom, we're going to sit down. We're going to make some fucking kimchi. Uh, oh, we, wow. we fucked it up. My boyfriend gave me the oh. wrong peppers. Oh. And it tasted, <laughs> it was like red pepper flakes, not Korean red pepper flakes, which are different. Oh. oh. So these are like really hella spicy, but not even that. They, it smelled like Italian. So oh. when we opened it, we kept calling it our Italian kimchi. Oh, no. It was so bad. It was so bad. So now we just buy like vats of kimchi because mm-hmm. <laughs> obviously I can't do it. I'll try again, but I cannot do it. But yeah, we've gotten really into lots of good Korean foods. I can't believe I missed out on that most of my life. Oh, yeah. I I got brought into Korean food because I had a Korean friend in high school. <gasps> okay. And I think like he would always like have or pack stuff and then that friend we went to the same college Mm -hmm. and he like his family would you know give him food and show him how to make food so he showed me how to make food because i only thing i knew how to do was deep fry everything oh nice i'm good for deep fried as well i would love that (laughs) i don't turn down any food okay (laughs) (laughs) we eating let's go um, so yeah, and then I I studied abroad in Korea technically <gasps> twice. Oh wow! I did a uh, a Korean language program. Mm-hmm. Um, how long was that? That was if I can't remember how long that was. Oh, it was back in college. But basically, I got like college credit for the courses that I took because it was it was like going to summer school. Mm-hmm. I did that, and then we just ate the whole time. That sounds basically. so good. <laughs> we ate and we went clubbing. I mean that's. And school Monday through Friday. <laughs> and school Monday through Friday. I've never been clubbing in my life. Oh, really? I've never been to a club. I'm such a social introvert. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why food is so good for me, because it's the only social thing I do. Oh, that's probably that's okay. what it Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm not sad about it. Ah, uh, yeah. Fucking love food. <laughs> and... Uh, I'd rather, I always said I'd, I'd rather eat my calories than drink them. Like, I'd rather eat a See, ton that's instead of drink alcohol. That's my thing. Yeah. I'd rather eat than, than drink. Yeah. <laughs> like, so if, usually, it, <laughs> mm-hmm. if it's like um, a mixed drink versus a slice of cake, that cake is in my belly. Mm-hmm. Fast as fuck. <laughs> Yeah, I'm usually the one that's like sober and I've ordered like a whole thing of wings yeah. or fried products and I'm eating that and everybody drunk and yeah. nobody's eating the stuff. And I'm like, well, well, too bad. <laughs> too bad. <laughs> My uh, 21st birthday, <clears throat> I uh, I was like, we're, we're doing this whole thing. It's my 21st. I was the baby of the group. I was the last one, you know, Aww. so I was like, we're going to we're going to go all out. We're going on eight bar bar hopping experience. So Ooh. I'm a little misprepared and I go to my favorite Mexican place beforehand and I wanted the biggest burrito ever. It's like a one and a half or like two pound burrito. It's huge. It's Whoa. so big. It's like as big as my forearm. So big. <gasps> and I was like, well, I'm going to eat a lot of this so that I'm like full so that I don't drink too much so I don't throw up later, you know, mm-hmm. ended up eating the whole thing like a crazy person. Nice. Had two beers trying to shove alcohol down because everyone's there to try and celebrate me to try and feed me alcohol and I had two beers and I threw up this burrito all over some bathroom (gasps) somewhere yeah 
So I always say I for my twenty first birthday I threw up from overeating and not over drinking. There you go. <laughs> Which is so on par for the course. I've actually thrown up more in my life from overeating than ever drinking. I think I've only thrown up once from drinking. Oh wow. Yeah, but overeating, uh, easy clap. K O is like a pro sport. I think I'm good at at this point. Oh. <laughs> I should really take those talents and go like in professional eating competitions or something. I mean, uh, hey, those are wild. Matt Stoney, I'm wild. coming for your brand, kiddo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Yeah, I love, oh, I love Korean food. So good. The operator lived in Korea while I was the first time I went to Japan. Mm-hmm. No, second time. Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I, I did the JET program, the Japan English Teacher Program. Oh, okay, yeah, yep. And I did that for two years. An operator did the, it's called the TALK program. So mm-hmm. it's the uh, same thing, but in South Korea, basically. Okay, yeah. Um, And we would go back and forth and visit each other. Oh. A, to see each other, but B, to go eat. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, you had like full access to two amazing cuisines in the world. Mm-hmm. all the time that's super mm-hmm. cool how did you guys meet oh operator we met in middle school oh shoot you've been together forever yeah. forever that's adorable I'm, yeah like we have some oh we're gonna separate times but yeah we we've known each other since middle school and we've oh gosh how long have we been together like 16 oh my gosh <laughs> that's so long <laughs> It, it is so long. I can make a TV show. <laughs> yeah, I can make a TV show. Make a TV show. Oh, you basically are with streaming. It's, it's basically a real life uh, TV show at this point. Oh, there you go. Yep. Man, I was like, I should have did um, one of those things called the, the vlogging. Oh, Man. yeah. Daily vlogging. I should have did that with our real. I should have did that when we were abroad. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been so good. You'd be like uh, Rachel in June or. Oh, Any yeah, of those people that are like foreign abroad to, in Japan? Oh, abroad mm-hmm. in Japan! Oh, yeah, him. I love oh. Chris. Oh, yeah, he's so cool, right? That's and his sassy. interview. <laughs> yeah, he's like so British and sassy. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. all those anime boys. Yeah, the Trash <gasps> Taste Podcast boys. Yeah, what's the um? Because I I follow. Is Dogen a part of that or? No, I don't think mm, Joey. The, oh, Joey. Joey, the anime man. Um, Connor and Garnt. Those are the three people. Oh, yes. Have you have you seen Dogen? Mm-mm, I haven't. Uh, let me send you Dogen's. I think Dogen has done some videos with Joey. So Dogen does like um, Dogen is completely fluent and he lives in I think Osaka. Oh okay. Um, and he's married to a Japanese woman got like two twins I think. He does pronunciation. Oh. Practice. Because um, I'm I'm still studying Japanese because mm-hmm. I, I need to sit down and take the Japanese proficiency test the second highest level mm-hmm. i didn't pa- when did I, when did i take it last that would have been before 2020 i took uh because i've been studying japanese since high school oh dang and i'm not i'm not fluent but um so i watch i watch dogen a lot he's really funny but his japanese is like 
like super fluent and i've seen him yeah talk with joey and and they're all like so fluent so fluent and i'm just like it would be nice it must be, it must be nice yeah it must be nice yeah ken can speak it but i would be curious how he would function in a conversation with someone who is fluent like oh. he's never taken any proficiency tests but he's won like um competitions like but that was a long time ago, like years and years. Like he was in early college in his first degree, and now he just finished his second. So, yeah, I wonder how he would fare. I think he's a little nervous. He would have to brush up on everything. It'd be really interesting to hear him talk to someone fluent. Yeah, yeah, not not me. Yeah. Not <laughs> me either. I know, like not, literally, not me. Sumimasen. That's all I got. <laughs> oh, that reminds me of this. Oh, this reminds me of when I was in Japan. There was this little mm-hmm. adorable story. There's this, I was at a train station going from Kyoto to Tokyo. And mm-hmm. this little, tiny little Japanese lady stopped me. And she was just like, hey, how are you? <laughs> I was like, hi. <laughs> I didn't expect, I realized nobody had talked to me in two weeks. Because, like, we both can't, you know, communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, just making small talk. It was super crazy. I was like, oh my God, I haven't conversed with somebody in so long. And um, she was like, where are you from? <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, like what do people know? Is it like United States? Is it America? Is it the United States of America? Is it North America? Because mm-hmm. I could just say America and they could be like, well, South America. So I had no idea. I was like, the United States. And she was like, oh, where? And I was like, United States of America north america i was like i didn't know what else to say i just kept going and she was like oh oh she's like america america and i was like oh okay so that's where we're going with that one and she was like she was like i used to live there in new york and i was like oh "Oh, that's awesome i was like that's so cool and she's like what brings you to japan i was like just vacation and blah blah blah. she's like how do you like it i was like i love it everyone is so nice and and like respectful of each other and she goes yeah she's like when i lived in new york it wasn't the same (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and I, she was like, what do you like about Japan? I was like, well, it's really cool. I've never ridden a train, and your guys' trains are so efficient. And mm-hmm. she goes, yeah, New York, not the same. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I I was like, yeah. Fortunately, like, we didn't really build America to have that functionality. She goes, yeah, one, one time I booked a train from New York to Florida. Oh, and first off, I was like, wait, we have a train that does that. <laughs> so she's oh, like, yeah. I booked a train from New York to Florida and I booked it three weeks in advance. And she goes, and immediately when I booked it, it said train delay by three hours. And she's like, oh. how did it know three weeks in advance that it was going to be delayed three hours? And I was like, I don't know how to answer you. Right. <laughs> it was so cute. <laughs> it was like the most wholesome conversation. It was so sweet. And it's just like one of my best memories from there. But yeah, Aww. I don't know why that sparked thoughts of that, but that was funny. That little Aww. sweet lady who's sad about the New York trains that suck. It's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny. That's hilarious. Oh, trains in Japan are so nice. So unless fast. Unless it's rush hour. Ooh. Okay, yeah. I was tour- touring, so like I didn't ever experience that. Oh, so you did you even you didn't see it either? I saw it one time. I think I might have one blurry photo from my hotel room, 
of Mm -hmm. like five or six o'clock. We were right, but we were at Akihabara Station. Yeah. Um, which I don't know how businessy that that one is. Like, it's not the same as like a Shinjuku or something like Mm -hmm. that, or Shibuya Mm -hmm. Station. So I don't know if we experienced the full effect, but I did see it was pretty packed. Mm-hmm. But not mm-hmm. like crazy, crazy. Yeah, we like we missed it completely. We kept feeling like we were the only people in Tokyo. Oh, nice! Like there was like twenty <laughs> people on our train max at any given did time. You, did you take the Yamanote line? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. all day, every day. <laughs> Yamanote is nice. Yeah, it was very nice. Um, we spent a lot of time at Ueno Park. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that there was a train that led from Akihabara to Ueno until like mm-hmm. the last three days. So we walked there every night. And oh. it was like a solid two miles there and a two miles back. Mm. And we were like dead every night. But we were playing Pokemon Go. It, oh, yeah. It was the thick of Pokemon Go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I caught a far-fetched in Japan. <laughs> I felt like a badass. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because some Pokemon, yeah, you couldn't catch unless you were in the States. Yes, yep. So Cause that one was pe- uh, Japan-specific. Yeah, because people used to walk up to us thinking mm-hmm. that we were tourists. And I was like, <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. I live in, Su- in Saitama. And they're like, you would see the disappointment. And they're, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, fuck. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> That's so funny. Did you ever, like, feel... Like that um, isolation from like being a foreigner, like uh, like you were kind of like not a part of the mass. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think many foreigners, yeah, when you go there, uh, you'll feel this way. Like you'll mm-hmm. feel isolated, maybe lonely. Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, the nice part for me is every time I went to Japan, I was like working. So, but even still, like I'd go back to my apartment. This is before uh, Kyle was with me. Mm-hmm. Just go back to my apartment and just chill. Yeah. Um, but I, for me, I did like before Kyle was with me, I, did, I know I did karate oh. or like stuff like that. Yeah. And I was like the only foreigner there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I had such great experiences doing karate because, like, I was learning karate with some of my students. Um, and when I say my students, my elementary school oh, first grade that's students. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I have, like, the best memory of taking, like, one of my, I think my first belt test. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the Ichinensei, so one of the first graders was like, Tiara Sensei, come back there. This little tiny voice. Aww. It was so nice. And during, when you would do like those big, those big uh, d- tournaments and tests that they would have, like everyone would bring bentos and stuff. And so I got to meet a lot of the parents and stuff. And they're like, oh, Tiara Sensei, you're doing karate too. Wow. That's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cute. Yeah. Oh my god. So I, I I'll go go ahead, Dozo. No, I was just saying I love that. It's so cute. Yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. I good, good grew times. up doing karate. Hey. Weirdly enough. Um so I got my black belt when I was sixteen. Noise. Yeah, noise, yes. My dad's a, a fourth don black belt. So it's basically oh, like a fourth wow. time over black belt. 
and competes on a world stage. Um, he doesn't anymore. He has knee problems now, but it's probably from wow. all the bricks he breaks. But I wow. like was always um, sad that I never got. So our f- form of karate was a Korean form. I'm really mm-hmm. sad that I never like went to Korea and like saw where the art form came from and like saw the history behind it. Maybe I'll be able to sometime in my lifetime, but that would be really, really cool. So that's cool. You got to learn like karate in Japan. Like, I just feel like that's very cool. Yeah. The type I did was called Shotokan. Mm-hmm. It's from Okinawa. Oh, I oh. that's like karate yeah. kid. Okinawa. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, adorable. Yeah, but yeah, definitely. I think my big frustrations is such a good question. Ooh. <laughs> um, my big frustration was, I mean, I'm not, I'm still not fluent in Japanese, mm-hmm. but I could function very well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, living in Japan, like I could um, order food, do hotel reservations, and stuff like that, and. It would just be so frustrating. Oh, I need to find this video and send it to you because it's a really good example of like what you experience when you study Japanese, where in the video, everybody else is like fluent Mm -hmm. in Japanese and the Asian American person, I don't know if she's even Japanese descent, but maybe she's just not fluent in Japanese. Mm -hmm. And so everyone at the table is speaking fluent Japanese in conversation. Mm -hmm. Hostess comes up. And I think she acts as the Asian-American person who can't understand her, who says, I'm sorry, I don't speak Japanese. Would they like burgers? And so everybody else, yeah, is having, again, all those, like, fluent conversations. Uh And, yeah, and and it's, you know, it's supposed to be parody. So that's what I experienced firsthand a lot. Like people, like, assuming that you didn't know what was going on? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it... It is a bit discouraging, which, mm-hmm. you know, that could be why, like, my fluency level, like, I just probably like, oh, why should I study this? Because people are already going to assume I don't speak um, anyway. Um, so that's probably why I've been studying Japanese for so long. But I'm not fluent. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Would they speak to you in English? Like, would they try to speak to you in English? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they would try and speak to you in English, assuming that yeah. you didn't know anything. Mm-hmm. Or there's even there are even times where they'll give you a fork or something because they assume oh that's you're fucking hilarious <laughs> yeah oh man like actually I had an experience like that video which I gotta find it it's really old um but we yeah this was at Kurozushi yeah I think this was we had a friend who's um Japanese Amer- he's Hawaiian Japanese American mm-hmm. um and he could speak Japanese but not not as good as me this is not a flex it's just <laughs> what, i'm just fucking was. better <laughs> oh, was it? oh it was really nice dude um and our table you know you put the the plate inside of the table to mm-hmm. have it count and our table stopped counting oh and we're like well we're fatties and this still says four or something like that <laughs> we, we needed to keep going <laughs> we need to keep going um so i when i called the person over and I explain, again, not in fluent Japanese, but explaining, like, hey, our table is broken, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. They instantly looked at my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and he starts shaking his head, like, no, I don't understand <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> um, but then eventually they started, they looked back at me because my friend's just sitting there, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so that that is one discouraging thing and it did make me feel slightly othered yeah because yeah like Japanese is not an easy language and oh. it does re- it requires a lot of like for fluency sake and understanding kanji and using it like in the workplace um, some of the stuff that I've done in the past it's not easy right you know you do you work hard like that's why i like like joey and the the, i forgot his name the british guy that lives there um him and all these people i look up to them yeah i'm like (laughs) (laughs) like y'all are so fluent that's awesome like dogan um the fact that he can make jokes so he makes jokes in japanese yeah and i'm like wow (laughs) which is really hard because it's completely different like Mm -hmm. like sarcasm isn't a thing there Whereas, like, sarcasm is so thick in British Mm -hmm. humor and in American humor. Like, sarcasm Mm -hmm. is just thick. So it would be really hard to make, like, jokes and not understand how it's going to get received, especially culturally being raised in a different, like, humor setting. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. My chair. Oh, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I always looked up to them, but, yeah, it... There will be times where you will be made to feel othered. And that can feel so frustrating when you've, you've, you've put in the work, as, right. as the meme says, to learn the language or you've lived there or you've taken the class or whatever. And someone will still look at you as you're a foreigner. Like, oh, you're a foreigner. You don't speak. Or there's no way you can understand this. Um, and those those situations, it's it's not super fun especially in a work setting Mm -hmm. um and sometimes even in those work settings like you can feel like if someone else does something the other foreigner in the office you know people start looking at you and like i don't know him right (laughs) well but you yeah and it seems very much like a um issue that's spanned across the world like i could imagine someone being foreign here and experiencing the same thing where like Mm -hmm. just assuming someone doesn't speak english or assuming that they can't understand english stuff like that because i've met a few people that like can understand it but can't speak it yeah and so that's always like an interesting thing i will say like with being othered japan was a very unique experience for me it was the first time i'd ever left the country um by plane ever like the only times i ever had was like on a cruise in mexico and it was like the most touristy destinations in mexico or like canada which they all well spoke english uh that i experienced Mm -hmm. but um it was really interesting to be uh a minority in a country because i've never been one i'm white Mm -hmm. in america i've never experienced being in a minority and so to realize that I was the only white person in like the entire country is what it felt like was super eye opening to me for the Mm -hmm. smallest amount of time. I was only a few days technically. And so I was, I just remember like hitting this point where I was like, saw another white person. I was like, Holy fuck. Like, are we both looking (laughs) at each other? Yeah, we are. Hello. Like it's so weird. And I try my best to like, remember and apply that just in in general life i only Mm -hmm. experienced it for 17 days and people experience that their entire lives living in other countries or living in areas where there aren't many people that look sound or talk like them Mm -hmm. and that was just something i think i'll carry with me forever hopefully 
and even gain greater understanding. But I cried the first day I got there. Like culture shock was so heavy. I felt like I was offending everyone with my loud suitcases rolling through the subways. Oh, Oh, my yeah, Dude, you could not pay me to do that again. Like, I've learned so much. (laughs) So I will never make these mistakes again. But, man, we each had two luggages that rolled, and every single person was looking at us because it was loud as fuck. It felt like a hurricane was going through these subways just from Mm -hmm. our luggages. And I, I just remember getting to my room and just crying, being like, we Aww. fucked up. We just flew 16 hours. I was like, oh, we fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Aw. But it's totally fine. I would do it again in a heartbeat, but, man, I, I didn't know. <laughs> and I'd do it again. Oh, <laughs> because you, you took the, the regular subway when you went. Yeah. Oh, they have some express trains that might be helpful. So... It was my first train ever, and oh. we got <laughs> we got from to the airport, and we got in that line to get like I don't know why I needed that line. Oh, to get my JR Rail Pass or something oh. like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. I got in that line, that massive line, and then I told the lady like, "How do I get to the train to get to here?" And she just like pointed down the aisleway of where all the train stops are or whatever they're called. And I didn't know what any of it meant. I had no idea what lines or anything. And she just pointed to one and said, like, go on that one. And it was the longest train. There's, like, a 30-minute train. And there's, like, an hour and a half train where, like, the school kids get on and off. Mm -hmm. And so we took, like, the hour and a half, like, school kids were getting on. I was getting the dirtiest looks from people. Oh, my God. I felt so uncomfortable. And then we, like, got off at a station and had to, like, go to the subway to, like, find the next day. It was such a mess. But mm-hmm. I learned, thank God, we had a friend who lived there for three years. And he was just complete. Like, he was about to move back to America. And so he showed oh. up two days later. And he, like, explained how to use the trains and everything. Now I know everything. <laughs> like, oh, I know, good, good. Like, I'm, I'm not afraid of trains. They are so efficient. They are so easy. But we were just so stupid, having never experienced oh. it. Like, so uh, unaware of how to function in that world. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. It's totally fine. It's not scary. Google Maps is your friend. Tells you everything mm-hmm. you need to know. I had no idea. Oh. Freaking color-coded and everything. Oh, yeah. Ugh, the color coding is so nice. <laughs> I didn't know. I So, it, did you use Google Maps for it at all when you were there? I used a combination of Google Maps and then I also used um, Yahoo, so the Japanese Yahoo, because I liked Yahoo because it would sometimes, I mean, Google would show the delays as well. Yes. But Yahoo would show the reason why. Oh. Um, It's all in Japanese. Okay, now I would not know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because most of the time, like, I was commuting for work and Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, this is blocked because of this blah, blah, blah. So let me switch or something. Right. I used, like, both. Right. Yeah, Google Maps for someone who doesn't speak the language, if anyone listening needs to know, is the most goaded thing in the entire world. I had mm-hmm. no idea. Not good for walking, by the way, at oh, all. Yeah. <laughs> it was Aww. so bad because it doesn't understand, it, at least at the time, 2017, it didn't understand like levels. Like oh. if there's like a road above you, like and you're walking like under a pass, it would get so confused. Um, but mm-hmm. for trains, it was perfect. You literally type where you need to go. 
It tells you all the trains you need to take to get there. You can take the long way. You can take the short way, like the cheaper way or the expensive way, all that kind of stuff. You can take buses. But there's a little colored bar next to it, and it'll be like pink or yellow or blue. And when you get to the train station that it tells you to go to first, anything that's yellow, if that's the color, you just follow it. If there's a pole that's yellow, you go that way. If there's a trash can that's got a yellow stripe on it or something, just go that way. If there's a sign that's got the yellow stripe on it, you just go that way. You just follow whatever color it is. There's sometimes even like ribbons on the ground and you just follow those. Mm-hmm. I felt so stupid when he explained it to me. And when I saw it, I was like, oh, of course it's that easy. Oh, but you don't know. So it's okay. Oh, all I saw was like the big maps with like all the different colors, like dancing around in a grid formation i'm like oh oh, what (laughs) don't look at that don't look at that those were horrifying (laughs) that's just art it literally (laughs) is art and people would stare at it and i'm like how do you know what's happening (laughs) well some people some people do use those i mm, no (laughs) i feel like i could try to now but Mm -hmm. starting off not knowing a damn thing about a train i felt lost so lost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was all hard. The, all the lines and the private lines oh and God. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good times. And then some stations sound the same. Like, oh, Lord. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's totally true. Nihonbashi and Nipponbashi. Oh, that would be tricky. Tricky, tricky. And, and of course, they're both in the opposite directions. Mm-hmm. Like, one's this way, one's north, one's south. I'm like, oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah i would always just like match up kanji mm-hmm. especially if i was trying to go somewhere new i'm like all right what's the kanji for the station that i need to be at oh, okay because that's very specific mm-hmm. yeah it's easier well unless it's the nippon bashi nippon bashi because it looks exactly the same oh that's stupid <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah, that that's very specific. I'm trying to remember where that. I don't. I think that's in like Osaka or something. So should be good. Should be I. <laughs> I did go to Osaka for one oh, night. Yeah. I wish I went longer. That shit was good. Ah, oh, Osaka's nice. Is yeah. nice. I liked. I liked it a lot. But then I went to Kyoto the next day just for like the day, and we kind of mm. hated that. Oh, um, crowded. Well, no, we were just like so tired from Osaka. Mm-hmm. That we didn't oh. want to do anything. So we like went to the first temple you can get to off the train station. And then we just turned around and went back. So I'd really mm. like to experience Kyoto again. I'd like to redo that one. Because I didn't give it justice at all. I just like showed up, turned around, and left. Oh, no. But the one temple we went to was gorgeous. But I would like to go to more. I'd like to go to like gardens and stuff like that. Yeah, Kyoto is nice. I think it's a lot of... We rented a car when we went to Kyoto. Because mm-hmm. you can and you can take trains. Um, but Kyoto has... I believe they do private lines. Okay. And some of them you might have to... Like if you're doing the JR Pass, you might have to pay. Mm-hmm. I think... I have to go back and check. But I, I remember some of the temple, like the really famous one, like, uh, do you know Kyomizudara? It's, it's the one that's on a big hill. Oh, I've seen pictures, but never been to it. Yeah, that one is on a big hill. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little hard for a train to get to. <laughs> 
Yeah. So I remember there's a lot of hill walking and the the big famous ones mm-hmm. are pretty separated. Like they're not next to each other. So right. we were just like, screw this. We're going to rent a car. <laughs> yeah, that's almost like a better better way to handle it. Yeah, because it didn't feel... Kyoto feels very like spread out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't feel like uh like Tokyo is just like you can take a train to any tiny little corner of Tokyo and there will be a train yeah. for it. But yeah, yeah, it probably wouldn't be the same for the other two. Yeah, that's my advice for if you're traveling like outside of some of the big cities, yeah. If you're okay with driving on the other side of the road, that cuz that's that that's is a also thing. true. Yes. We did drive oh. um oh. But not a car. <laughs> we did oh. the whole like go karting through Tokyo, oh. like dressed up as different character. I was Stitch. And oh, cute! My uh, boyfriend at the time was Chopper from One Piece, which I had no idea. I'd never seen One Piece or any. I was like, "What are you wearing on your head?" And then Aww. now I know, obviously. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, that was fun because we had a guide and everything, so that was super nice to like have someone telling us when to go and where to go and how to drive on the wrong side of the road. Well, not wrong. Wrong for me, but it's correct for everybody else. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's like, is the correct? Is it the wrong? Yes. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I saw, I remember seeing many people do this. Yes. I never did it. (laughs) Oh, I thought about it, though. It's very cool, very weird to be so low to the ground where all all these cars and semi-trucks are around you. Oh, yeah. Because you're just in a tiny little go-kart as low as possible. Oh, and then every time we stopped, people would run from the street into the street and take their phones out and take pictures with us. Nice. Every time. <laughs> I thought that was, I was like, I'm a fucking celebrity. Yeah. <laughs> Aha. You guys all watched my Twitch stream three years before I even started Twitch. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it was very oh. cool. Oh, it sounds so fun. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yeah, that that would be my travel suggestion. If you can do a car, yeah. So I mean, the, if you're going to a place where the Shinkansen is not, right? Because <laughs> I I love that. I love going to any place, and the Shinkansen is on the the what what side? It's clearly on one side of Japan, mm. not the other one. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so. If you go to those other like smaller cities and stuff, again, there are trains and there are buses. There will be a lack of English. <laughs> and there will be a, a lot less English, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I was surprised Tokyo how much English is on signs and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not yeah, really Tokyo food signs, nice. but like street signs always. Yeah. Yeah, Tokyo's nice, and then, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly you're like, oh, yeah, I am not in America anymore. This is a totally different country with, yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. It's very mm-hmm. cool, though. Yeah. I See, I worked in, and lived in the, what's called the Inaka, so the countryside. Mm-hmm. So some of the, sometimes when I would go into the cities, like for shopping or whatever, people, and they ask, oh, where do you live in Japan? And so I, li- I lived in Kyushu, Miyazaki Ken, and there's a city called Nobeoka. And people are like, where? Okay, we've heard of Miyazaki. Where is Nobioka? And I'd show them. And they're like, what are you doing out there? <laughs> Excuse me, lady. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Is that where you were yeah. teaching? 
<clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, the pro tip for anyone applying to the JET program, if you say that you are willing to go out to basically anywhere, you're... They'll I, put you I'm, anywhere. Yeah, they'll put you anywhere. But that means you get accepted. So, I mean... Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Now, they will put you anywhere. I have friends living on islands and oh. another friend that lived in a village. Oh, in every sense of the word village. Oh, wow. That's very not cool. A, yeah, not a city. <laughs> not a town, not a city. It's a village. Uh, a village. Like her, I never forget her board, because we were, we were contracted through the boards of education for, for whatever city you were sent to. Mm-hmm. And her board of education gave her a new car. Like, not like she could oh. take it to America. No. But they bought a new car for the, the it's the ALT, so the assistant language teacher. Mm-hmm specifically they didn't want her to feel so isolated yeah so that she didn't freaking go insane <laughs> yeah and just quit so right she, away yeah and she i was a really nice girl i should see how she is because i i was talking to her a little bit on facebook she i think her name was beth she would come over to my city and let me let me give you a map so i can show you where my city was my city it was a city and i think nobioka has grown since I've been there. Mm-hmm. But she would come over to my city to go <laughs> shopping. And my city was not a big city. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, girlfriend, if this is where you're trying to go to shop, you got problems. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she, I remember she would always, like, we had, like, uh, meetups and stuff with the other foreign teachers and stuff. And she would always leave, like, at five or six or, like, really early before it would get dark. Because she said... There were no lights in her village. Oh so she'd my just be driving. goodness. Yeah. So she'd just be driving in, in the in the darkness. Oh my god. Yeah, good good times. My friend who taught on an island, mm-hmm. he I think he met his wife there. And I think they're still living either he lives in Nagasaki or or maybe on the Goto Islands. Oh, let's see. Okay. This is where I, I lived. Okay. Yay, Google. And then where is the Goto? Is is it here? Oh, no, no, no. Nagasaki is up there. So that's Iki Island. Oh, Goto is here. (laughs) Oh, sorry. That's a hiccup. Oh, it's okay. Let me see. So So you lived on this whole island? No. um, So Miyazaki is the state. Okay. So uh, technically, like we would call it the state um, and the area, like the city, it was called Nobioka. Nobioka. I don't know why um, when I open it, I see it on the left, but I don't see like a pin dropped down where it is. It's weird. Maybe, oh, wait, here, weird. I got it. Let me click search. <gasps> I found it. <laughs> there it is. Okay. I see that. And I actually see Goto just naturally. I saw it on this little island. Mm hmm. Yeah, Goto's, yeah. You take a little boat out there. That's but, crazy. Ah, people live out there. Yeah, so that that was the, the one thing for me is, like, I I always did countryside stuff. Only recently um, we moved to Saitama. So when Kyle came with me and then I was still teaching and he got his job in um, Tokyo. Yeah. Um, we were living in Saitama. So we, we would just commute to Tokyo for work. It's like Nobioka is closer to South Korea than it is to Tokyo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah, what I would do to go visit, because um, my husband, so Kyle, he lived in uh, the city of Pusan. Mm-hmm. I would just take a jet foil boat. A boat? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. funny. The jet foil boats, I've got listeners that do aquatic stuff, so I'm going to get it wrong. But there's like a little bar under the boat. Huh? Um, Here, and it, it goes... Goes faster than a normal boat. So Jay. Oh, oh! It's like a freaking speedboat. This thing going fast. Yeah, it goes really, really fast. Yeah, it lifts itself up out of the water. Yeah. Maybe it's like got less resistance because it does that. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's oh, insane. You took this. Mm-hmm. All the time. Because I'm not a huge uh, fan of airplanes, but okay. the boat times would match a little bit better with, like, my school schedule. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, planes can get delayed and everything. But the boat, unless there was a tsunami or something like that coming um, or just really terrible waves, the boat would just be running all the time. And it was 80 bucks, $60 50, $60 to $80, depending on the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's relatively affordable. That's very affordable, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I used to just get on the boat, go to South Korea. So, and then you went to Saitama. That's just outside of Tokyo. Yeah. So, like, so when we were, when I was working in Kyushu, then I went back to the States. I got married to the hubby, and then we went. Um, I lived in, oh, that's right, because we were talking about Logan Paul before. Oh, yes. But one of the times that, I, so we came, when we got married and we came back, we basically did this thing where we were, we're English teachers, both of us. Mm-hmm. And that's when I lived in uh, Yamanashi, where he did that. Um, near, you know, the, there's the, that's Aokinohara. So the there's the suicide forest. There's the, there's ice caves there. It's a very pretty area. Mm-hmm. I, I worked there and then the next year operator was trying to get like a tech job and Yamanashi is a lovely place where you can climb Fuji there, but there ain't much tech jobs out there. Mm. <laughs> so, so we moved uh, to Saitama. Well, first, first Chiba and then, then Saitama. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Ken had considered like wanting to apply for jobs in tech but Ooh. um in japan but the pay is a lot different in japan yeah. yeah it is and i mean the the cost of living is also very different too mm-hmm. so it, it, it well i mean if you're living in tokyo i mean get your money get that bag <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're living in those big cities uh it's get, hard yeah um if if you like that Mm-hmm. I what what did we used to do? So the reason why we lived in Saitama and I I got like shit on all the time from my coworkers like why are you living there? Like just live in Tokyo. I was like because my rent is $500 for a two story house. Ooh. <laughs> That's so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz it's not far. I mean, how far was your train into Tokyo? Uh, I think it was 35 minutes That's the nothing. line that we took. Yeah, that's no, nothing. Yeah. That's so worth like <laughs> saving the money, mm-hmm. and um, still getting to experience thirty minutes. You know, spend the whole freaking day there, and if you're like really drunk and you don't want to go, then just take sleep in a capsule hotel. 
Yeah. But the the thing in Japan, when you when people like to live closer to train stations. So That's if you true. ever yeah, if you ever decide to for anyone listening, if you ever decide to move there um, for work or whatever, you'll find that the rent around the train station is like, oh, God, please. no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but if you're willing to just either purchase a bike for yourself or i mean we had a car and that's just because i lived in the countryside i already had a license and everything um so you could get a car if you wanted to Mm -hmm. um but we always just took our bikes it was about a 10 minute bike ride to the train station park your bike everybody's got bikes japan is a big bike culture right and the rent magically starts going like lower and lower and lower yeah it's a good tip because pro tip even we didn't realize our hotel was on top of the train station, like literally. Oh, we didn't realize we got lost trying to find the hotel because it kept like saying like turn around, turn around, turn around. But we had left the train station. We didn't realize you could build on top of train stations. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. it was just like the skyscraper that was on top of it. And um, oh, nice. It was so nice. And now I get why people would want that because. If I was ever lost, all I needed to tell people was, like, I need to get to this station, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it was a big, like, a fairly big station to where people knew about it. Yeah. It wasn't some underground, unheard of, random place two and a half hours away. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But, yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah. I think people want to live near this train station because, you know, they work very long hours and you get home pretty late. Yeah. So... That's yeah. also true. The work culture there is very rough to live. It, it is very rough. It is very rough. Yeah. The the hubby technically didn't have to deal with that too much because he worked for a company based in, I think, UK. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So they didn't have the same customs that keep mm-hmm. people at work. Yeah. But yeah, I've I've done I've worked a couple companies where it's like eight to ten or something like that that's insane yeah and like nine or ten is i'm gonna go home guys i'm hungry yeah but yeah that that's another podcast topic right oh my gosh (laughs) yeah that's that's one of the things like we moved back here like well but I'm I'm lucky because yeah, tech you can there's some like work from home opportunities and then there's a lot of, you know, foreign companies and stuff like that. See, I did teaching mm-hmm. and so that's a that's a bit different. Right. You know, there's more responsibilities or like this festival's coming or teacher meetings right. and stuff. So well, Tira Sensei, you can stay later like <laughs> uh <laughs> I need to eat. It's been 24 hours I've been here, guys. <laughs> Basically, yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe we go back. I don't know. Oh, stay. Well, we thought most of about <laughs> Japan. Oh, no. I did I ask you to come back if you want to. We can talk about streaming next time. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I know we yeah. did get stuck in Japan talk. I think that was easy, though, because... We both have experience. You have a lot more experience than I do. But at least I have something to base some knowledge off of. Yeah. I mean, Japan's awesome. It's good times. Good times. I miss the countryside, man. I wish I experienced it. I definitely will if I go. If I'm able to go back, open up your gates, buddy. Japan, please. Please. Let me spend money. Right? I I just want my onsen. Uh, I do want to go to um, 
Ikebukuro Station, where all the anime stores were. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was so this- good. It, like, we were in Akihabara on the, like, street that everyone photographs right in front of the Sega Station. Or oh, S- yeah. Sega um, store, not station. But, yeah, it was crazy to, like, that was, like, our whole experience there. I probably would stay in other places and just visit that a lot. But I don't know. Maybe not because I've become more of a weeb now than I was then. Oh, yeah. We talked about um, Mm -hmm. respect and, like, when they open back up, I wonder how. Yes. (laughs) How Because now that there's so many more anime fans, I wonder how Mm. the anime fans are going to be respectful of the culture because Japan it is the land that makes anime, but it's not mm-hmm. the land of anime. Yes. Like there's so much more to Japan than just anime. And even in the city, like the things that are really cool that people will notice as tourists is that like mm-hmm. your water bottle will have like an anime character for the advertisement, or there'll be a billboard with an anime character for the advertisement. But outside mm-hmm. of the really weeby areas, you don't really notice too much anime stuff. Like, besides the billboards and maybe your water bottle, like, mm-hmm. it's a culture. <laughs> like, it's a place with culture and people that a lot of them probably don't even like anime. Um, yeah. But, like, if you find those sections and those are the ones that are photographed the most, you'd assume the whole place was just anime and Pokemon everywhere true (laughs) and so like it could be really jarring for someone who's going there expecting all anime all the time made cafes everywhere and like not understanding that there's so much more to japan yeah they definitely will get that culture shock quick quick and like respect for the people that like don't Mm interact with that world Mm -hmm. i mean like not even just don't interact with it like yeah if basically if you go there assuming everyone's talking like anime characters you're sorely fucked and you're gonna make Mm -hmm. a lot of people very upset Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i'm really worried for what's gonna happen when they open back (sighs) up because so many people are gonna go anime became so popular and it's become even more popular there too with like demon slayer breaking records there and here so it is cool. It's very cool. It's very cool. They made like someone made like little anime characters for like the Olympics for each country. That was really cool. Oh yeah, I saw that. That was oh, so cute. That. Yeah. And like but it's just it's it's got so much more to it as well. Mhm. Yeah, probably they'll all get stuck in the big cities and then even in those big cities they'll just be like, "Oh, but where's all the yeah. anime?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And it's like, it's really in tiny sectors. And the sectors that it's in, it's like really cool. It's really Mm -hmm. cool to go into a manga store and see like all this manga that if you don't speak Japanese or read Japanese, you can't buy any of it because there's like a Um, tiny shelf that's English translated. So don't even try it. (laughs) But it is cool to be in it. And there's like, oh yeah, manga cafes. Mm Um not related to anime like onsens i really regret not doing that i couldn't because my partner was has tattoos oh so we couldn't and we were nervous to try and find one that allows tattoos because we just couldn't speak the language so that would be a really Mm -hmm. cool experience to do next time i've heard such great things about onsens 
Oh, you will catch me in an onsen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, food and onsen. I know the way to your heart. Easy. Yeah, you ca- catch me in onsen. Some um hotels now. I don't know how much these cost now. Some hotels have the onsen bath. Yes, like the whole separate bath. The private things. onsen in your room and stuff like that. Yeah, girl, you gonna catch me in them. Yeah, I would love that. <laughs> that sounds like a dream come true. Oh, so good, so good. Yeah, I, probably there's gonna be some stories. Oh, I hope Japan don't ban us. <laughs> I know. They <laughs> open the door and then they're like, nah, y'all U.S. folks can't come now. Well, when you just say you're from Canada. <laughs> There you go. Well, I'm from Canada. I'm, I'm from Canada. Sorry, I don't associate with these Americans and their mm-hmm. weird shit. Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see what's going to happen when they do open up the borders. I really hope they do. I mean, just for even mm-hmm. like you were talking about. Um, yeah, the international students. International and... students. People who like PewDiePie who bought property there to go live there. <laughs> like he's Dang. Been, yeah, he bought a house there and then um was supposed to move. So he sold his house that he had in the UK and then like moved into his office for the in between time and then oh. the world shut down. So he's been living in his office for two years with his wife and oh. two dogs. Oh wow. Oh. I would be so stressed. I'd be so sad. Oh man. Oh man. The yeah. I I just hope the otakus please do re- your research mm-hmm. because I mean Akihabara is very nice. I didn't shop there very often. Here I'll send you a link to where I would go. Oh shopping my god. For We've stuff. been talking about this for so long. I just went to Google it. Mm-hmm. It says 12 hours ago uh, on March 1st. No, 2022, Japan reopened its borders to all new foreigners. Oh. Oh, nice. It says oh. except tourists. Mother scratcher. I read that Bruh. wrong. Oh, man. So business travelers <laughs> and students can enter. Okay, good. That's a good uh, step. That's, yeah, that's a, a good, good step. step. We're moving forward. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like, at least let the students and people doing business, you know, because business is, you got to get your stuff done, and then students let people get their degrees right. and stuff. So, but yeah, my my thing is, I hope the otakus, please save your money, go to recycle shops. Um, This this is a big mall that I sent you. Mm-hmm. It's in Ikebukuro. Um, it's not the, not the actual mall, even though that mall has a really big uh, Pokemon Center mm-hmm. in it. Um, uh, it might be bigger now. No, I think Sunshine City also has some anime events every once in a while too. When you go to Sunshine City, when you exit out the doors, you cross the street, all of the shops down there, and I'll have to probably after the podcast, I'll find the links for those. Mm-hmm. All the shops are oh, what is it? the store is called? They're they're specialized anime stores. Mm-hmm. Um, so like they'll have a shoujo shop. Oh. And they'll have a doujenshi shop. And then they'll have a jump-esque shop. And they'll have like a Nintendo shop. Oh, dang. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And some of the stuff, most of it will be like, you, is, it, is it all used? I think most of it is used. Um, but recycle shopping in Japan, I, I mean, that's my, that's my joint, y'all. That's my joint. Y'all know me. Frugal, yeah. frugal. 
I've heard it's amazing too, like the quality at which it's mm-hmm. taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I I have you. I know I have used figures in my house, yeah. and yeah, people really really take care of it. And that that was also fun. I was able to sell a lot of my figures. Um, when I was moving back, like some figures, I was like, eh, I'm not taking these back. Right. Like I sold, for example, a lot of my Star Wars Funko Pops. Okay. Because I was like, well, why? I'm just, I can just rebuy them here. So I'm like, eh, I don't Yeah, no need to back. travel them all the mm-hmm. way. But those shops, like, oh, and there was also like a Disney shop. And so if you, and in Osaka, they have this same, I think it's called Denden Town in Osaka. So if you can't find these kinds of streets, mm-hmm. like you, those are your, those are your gold mine for your otaku stuff. It's a really good tip because I wouldn't have known about this mall at all. Yeah. So Sunshine City is a really nice mall. There's like a Disney store, a Totoro. Uh, I forget. It's not called the Totoro store. It's, I called it the Totoro store. Oh, like Ghibli. <laughs> a ghibli store i forget what it's called but there's that in there there's a lot of stuff in the mall Mm -hmm. and there's food and everything but when you go outside the door and cross the street that's where a lot of the oh there's there's a it's not a maid cafe i think it's the male version of a maid cafe what is oh butler butler yeah there's like a butler cafe yeah yeah like a host cafe yeah host cafe Yeah, Yeah. yeah They're called yeah. host. Yes, 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 yes. And the really interesting thing, and look, this is this is the next podcast, the Turk, you talking. <laughs> so Ike Bukuro was where a lot of women would go shopping for anime, oh. I noticed. So operator, like, he would go with me in the stores and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he's like, well, I'll, I'll just, like, chill outside. Because he's like, I don't want to make all of the women in the stores feel nervous. Because there were sometimes no men oh, in the stores. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I'm blanking on the the company. It's a big company that has all those specific stores. In Akihabara, they had what's called the men's version Mm. of that store. So because I remember I walked into that store in Akihabara, but it's in the I I can see it. (laughs) And I remember Amiami. It's not Ami Ami. Oh man. I I'll look, I'm gonna go out here and ask Kyle as soon as we finish it. Like, what was that? Yeah. I'm like, man. But I was looking for like uh Sailor Moon stuff probably okay. or yep. card captors. And those types of shops, like I said, they're used, but they're really nice because they also section everything by sec like section. You're not like digging through stuff it's okay. all like really demon slayer, blah, blah, blah. yeah and so i went and asked i was like oh do you have like sailor moon or shoujo and he was like oh no this location doesn't carry that oh and then he said to go to ikebukuro where they would oh so. interesting yeah i would have never known that mm-hmm. yeah I, I thought that was so interesting too because i was like oh okay and those this that company they had more spicy content for men <laughs> yeah That's so i was like oh yeah this is really really fun fun stuff i learned i was like oh okay so i always once i found out about that area in um ikebukuro i just kept going <laughs> right oh my god i didn't even go to ikebukuro the whole time i was there and i i don't know why i didn't i didn't think about it but then again back then i wasn't into figures and i still don't even have any figures which is crazy and that was just oh. because, like, I had never, as much anime as I've watched, I've never felt the need to, like, decorate my house with anime. 
Um, mm-hmm. But Tengen has changed my whole perspective <laughs> on that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. fuck, I need to have a little figure of him somewhere in my house. So he's going to be my first one for sure. Who knows when I'll get it, but I will definitely end up getting a Tengen figurine sometime. Or yeah, I was going to say, did, did you decide on which type? Because there's so many types, right? Right. There's so many types. Uh, I really mm-hmm. like the one you had tagged me in. Mm-hmm. Um, that one was really good. I saw like a massive one. Someone had like this whole massive thing where he's like Whoa. sitting on a building or something. It was crazy. I was like, maybe wow. that. But I, I'm like very picky about how nice the face art is mm-hmm. if the face is a little wonky i can't do it <laughs> oh no that's fine i'm like this too but my figures are they're they're i collect a lot of the tiny ones oh okay a lot of my uh i can take a picture of my like my demon slayer collection they're they're <sighs> like i have them sleeping or like these are not even these are like f- five inches tall mm-hmm. they're 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 literally like sit on your desk type figures. Oh, okay, yeah. I have a few keychains, even some keychain ones, but they were I won them at like an arcade. Oh, so it wasn't like anything that I like picked out and they're not necessarily nice. They're very cheap and nasty looking. Oh. But they're they exist. So <laughs> Hey, that that still count. I need to put up I had a whole bunch of keychains. I got from the um, Gotcha Gotcha machines. Yes. And I stopped putting them on the back of my bags because I would be heartbroken when I'd lose them in a train station. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I started just like putting them on uh, cork boards and stuff because mm-hmm. I would be so sad. Oh, my gosh. These are adorable. Them all sleeping. Yeah, th- those are from the, the like 300 yen machines. Oh my God, those are so much nicer than the ones I have that are on keychains. I have to show you how terrible they are. Are those from Japan or are those from here? Uh, the sleeping ones, I think they're. I brought those with me, but I think you can get them from like right stuff. I think you can get them now. Okay. I think. You got the whole crew. You got Inosuke, you got Zenitsu, and Tanjiro. I did. Oh, I <laughs> when I tell you that I am a hardcore nerd, I would check like forums and stuff to find because I I liked to get whole sets, right? And so my my Sailor Moon collection that's behind me again, I like small figures. Mm-hmm. I would get the entire set, and so I would go on their version of eBay, which is Medukari Mekari. I think mm-hmm. we have a ver- that in the states too. And I would like search on there for the best price, and yeah, I'm I, I know how to find stuff. That's funny. <laughs> Man, these are adorable. That's not in my folks there. And then my Sailor Moon collection. This not even. Oh my gosh, the Usagi them fallen. Lord have mercy. But some, <laughs> some of these ladies are used, and at this point, I can't remember who's used and who's new and who is who. Who's who and who's this and who's that? <laughs> who's this and who's that? But yeah, I w- you would catch me in those like those uh, recycle stores, like to complete a collection. I'm like, oh, I don't have this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were nice because you could pay like. 500 yen or something if you were trying to get the whole the whole group oh sailor moon i see you know what's crazy i never grew up on sailor moon so i never 
have seen it. I was one oh. of the rare people who did not uh, go through that part of life. But these are gorgeous. Wow, yeah. that tall figure of her with the wings, that's gorgeous. Yeah, that one is actually from uh, Box Lunch. Okay. The, here in the States, yeah. That's what I was saying. It's so crazy because now you can just get stuff. You're like, what the heck? I couldn't do this when I was younger. Yeah, I'm like sitting here searching for stuff going on trains and stuff. And I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I could just order this to my door. Uh-huh. Oh my God, these little Pokemon too. These little Pikachus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Though, so these were the things I liked. The Pikachu's. Uh, somebody probably knows what they are. I think the ones with the headbands and the jacket is like Pikachu dressed as a a gym leader. I think, but I don't know who. Oh my god! <laughs> I just thought it was cute because he looks very like he's upsetty. Yes, that's so adorable. Wow, you have so much Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. And that's. That's not the 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 keychains that I didn't hang up. So right. <laughs> My goodness, but, that's so cool. But yeah. See, I and I knew where to get stuff, and that's 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 what I wish I could like share that to the world because I know it's hard to find certain things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, those the like shout out shout out to the recycle stores, man. Yeah, because you got <laughs> to get all these things for better prices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I, it's you know not wasteful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, because someone maybe oh I especially like manga or, or dojinchi people finish reading it and they just they trade it in they get cash for it then they buy something else. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good way to do it, especially if you're on a budget or anyone like in college that can't keep a lot of things in their space. Yeah. That's a really good way to do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't need no more figures. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even have one figure. I have oh. a I have a Tengen stuffed like doll. Oh, cute. I got it for Christmas. My boyfriend got it for me. <gasps> cute. Yeah, that's all I have. So it's that is my first technical one. Uh oh. Yeah. Well don't don't get don't get too <laughs> I know. Don't turn into me. <laughs> it's gonna be a problem. I know, especially when I have a house with like a room that's for all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. nerdy stuff is gonna be a problem i'm gonna be a oh. monster oh yeah like and i'm in an apartment i'm scared to see my if we get a house oh, oh no the floodgates <laughs> will have opened it's like oh extra space let's go <laughs> let's go <laughs> oh no oh well miss miss um is it okay to probably soto soto like kind of end it here? oh yeah absolutely I, I, I think we're at two hours yeah we are we've been talking we've been talking about ah! japan <laughs> for two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> I, I want to go back now. Now I'm upset. Oh, I yeah, can't I go can. yet. Oh, I hope you can go back. And then if you need some, want some, I don't know, uh, nerdy tip. <laughs> oh my god, one hundred percent. The second the things open, the gates open, I'll book it and I'll text you and I'll be like, all right, tell me everything I need to do. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Everywhere I need to go, you tell me. I go. <laughs> Yeah, because there there are some really cool stuff that I guess I'm privileged enough to understand, like the Japanese, because if I didn't, I just wouldn't have known about it. Right. So, yeah, I mean, it's so helpful to have other people that have experienced it. I even didn't even realize I have a friend who lives there right now. And she 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 thinks it's so funny. She doesn't watch any anime, never seen an anime. And I was like, okay, that's just rude. 
first off. <laughs> and she was like, she said that the, one of the big reasons she doesn't try anime, because she didn't go there, obviously, for anime, because you don't have to, mm-hmm. to go to Japan. Um, but she said the big reason that she hasn't tried it is because she thinks it's funny to watch people freak out. When they're like, Ooh. what? You live you live where? And you haven't what? <laughs> so she's like, right. I'm not doing it. I was like, okay. But just well. watch Demon Slayer, please. Right? <laughs> just that one. Just watch Demon Slayer. Or, or watch like watch Ghibli. Like, something like that. Yeah. I think she said she might have seen a, a Ghibli film. Oh, but I'm like, okay. Come on. Yeah. You gotta watch, you gotta watch Demon Slayer. Everybody like, has to watch Demon Slayer. I don't mm-hmm. care if you're a newborn baby. But- <laughs> you have to watch Demon Slayer. I don't care if it's too graphic. Everybody's mm-hmm. watching Demon Slayer. Okay? Every- everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Every grandma. I don't care where you're from. Backwoods, <laughs> Kentucky, with an alligator mm-hmm. in the backyard. You're watching right. Demon Slayer. <laughs> I'm bullying the world now. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. It's, it's good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that sounds like me. Like, because I just I have so much Demon Slayer stuff. People are like, oh, what anime do you suggest? Demon Slayer. I feel like a drug I mean, pusher at this point. Like, right? I'm literally forcing it. It's, I'm like shoving it down people's throats. And mm-hmm. I can't even say, like, I'll, I try and have like a really cultured response when people are like, what's your favorite anime? And I'm like, I can't say Demon Slayer, but now I am. Now I don't give a fuck. I'm literally yep. like, it's Demon Slayer. I'm aware it's, it's the Slayer. most popular thing. I don't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. It's so good. <laughs> so good. It's so good. <laughs> whole nother whole level. <laughs> it, it recently turned my friend who is a dub watcher strictly into a sub or dub watcher because oh. he got to what's caught up in dub right now for Demon Slayer. It was like mm-hmm. right before the big fight, like, Tanjiro and Daki are staring at each other in the alleyway mm-hmm. and he was like I can't and he's like I have to continue and I was like no you have to suffer like all of us did and I was like wait for your dub episode next week and then I texted him like the next week and I was like are you ready for this episode he goes I finished it and I was like what <laughs> and he's like I, cu- I finished it <laughs> I was like okay gotta know gotta know it's so special (laughs) he literally has watched so much anime but only in dub and that was the one that switched him that's a special anime Mm -hmm. very special good stuff man (laughs) good stuff look stay tuned next week we gonna keep talking about anime exactly (laughs) exactly back to anime content (laughs) right and i didn't ask you about your streaming content so yeah i think maybe if you're okay come back (laughs) do part two (laughs) and even if you want the boys involved that'd be fun too whatever you're comfortable with um i'm game for anything Yay! i love hanging out it's always a good time well and then at the last part we usually say you can if you want to promote yourself or anything that you got going on hand you the mic okay um again my name is um it's really easy to remember because if you forgot my name and you start trying to think about it you already know it it's just um three Ah. m's three underscores at the end if you're on twitch uh, don't even try and find my TikTok. I feel like that's too hard to tell people my TikTok name. Oh, no, wait. It's the same. Three M's, three underscores with an LOL at the end because everybody be taking my name and it's so frustrating. <laughs> Aww. But um, 
I don't really have anything super exciting going on besides just playing League of Legends and making anime content. Pretty sure I just made a video about the best shonen female lead in an anime. Uh, so if you're interested in who that is, in my opinion, you can go check that out on my TikTok. There you go. Yeah. Otherwise, just keep watching Tura. She's the best. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all right. I'm all right. You're pretty great. I'm, right. I'm I'm very curious to see where your streaming career will take you because I truly think you're one of the people that has like um big community potential. Oh. Like there's a streamer you remind me so much of. She's a very chill streamer. But it's funny cuz you're very energetic, but she's a very chill streamer and she has like this very solid community and I just feel mm -hmm. like that's very much you, like a very solid community. Oh yeah, my my community like shout out to the to the community to the mods. Yeah, yeah we we pray legit. Yeah, I feel like that's like the type of community you would foster is a very solid one. Just like no matter how big it gets, it like stays the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Stays the we same. We try. In, like, community <laughs> and structure and just like vibes. I feel like it'll it'll be it'll be good. So yeah, I try, I try. stay with Tura. <laughs> eh. Also, watch Miss. Oh. <laughs> Yay! Okay, here. I, what I'll do is um. Oh, and then I forgot to talk about myself, but I don't need to. Y'all know me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitch and TikTok sometimes. <laughs> on Twitch and TikTok sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. 